Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. That was Newsboys with Dear Shame. To kick off tonight's RIP 2.0 Love Live Rock Remnant Reality Radio's Rock Reflections. I am Shalak Scribe, president of Emulators Motorcycle Congregation, and it is good to have you here with us on a Shavuot Eve, praying a brukata upon all that are in fellowship. And we're wondering the purpose of this Doers of the Word Love Fellowship group is to inquire, were you in the Ruach HaKadosh today or in your own yuck of flesh? So hallelujah. We are going to kick this off. We'll get to it. We start each podcast at 707 Pacific Standard, 907 Central, and 1007 Eastern. If you'd like to join us on the call, just dial 727-731-3257. Again, that's 727-731-3257, and you're in. If you're new here, and we hope you are, we hope this what you hear here resonates with you and that you keep coming back. We have got Marissa coming forward with our warning. So here she is. Hallelujah. Um. I'm going to read this literature from from Recovery from our fellowship format. It's called Warning. Damaged souls. Damaged hearts. Crushed spirits. Who you see here, what you hear here, when you leave here, let us stay here. Transform Recovery is a refuge, the healing place, the hospital for the heart, the sanctuary for the soul, a warm, friendly environment which created for caring, compassion, and love to be realized. No plastic people here. We keep it real. We invite you to do the same. Open up. Share your in-depth testimonies, your fiery trials, and your tough temptations. Holding our past inside is poison to our soul. Sharing our issues openly reveals that which has been hiding in darkness to be brought into his marvelous light. It exposes the accuser, it loosens the liar, and it lessens the load. The freedom to feel you can safely open up in these love fellowship groups is vital. You are under no surveillance and transformed out is not connected to any law enforcement agency. You are not being set up for any type of failure here. No incarceration, no mental institutions, but for you to find your new exciting life as one in your new Yahweh, as a new creation. We are not an anonymous fellowship group like other 12-step programs. Rather, we are very outreaching and promotional in an effort to reach the lost on purpose. Although we are not anonymous, we are very confidential. Opening up as a group is not to put out your bad business, but it's to put out the solutions. We are in transformed recovery. We have come to understand that people will attend our fellowship groups from all walks of life, people from every color, race, gender, and background imaginable. Newcomers will come into the group, extremely worldly, fleshly, broken people. 
They may be homeless, helpless, hungry, hurting souls who have no idea what to do. The amount of family dysfunction, soul sickness, and actual abuse, whether it be sexual, mental, physical, or emotional, will vary from person to person. Some may be very heavily sedated on prescription drugs, or they may have even used today. It is very hard to help someone who is intoxicated. So we encourage anyone who is attending today that has used to please wait till after the meeting and speak with the transformer at the end. We are aware that some are suffering severely and are hurting over things that may be quite graphic and horrific in nature. We want you to know that you are in the right place. You are safe here. We learn to listen with the utmost sensitivity to each other's circumstances, one's scars, one seemingly impending doom of a jail sentence, a repossession of a car, a home foreclosure, one struggling with homelessness, or even a house fire where all personal possessions were lost. Some will be struggling with hunger, poverty, sickness, dereliction, degradation, a death of a loved one, sexual... Where am I at? I just lost what I was. Okay, bear with me here. Death of a loved one, sexual abuse, mental abuse, emotional abuse, spiritual abuse, physical abuse, even torture, and or extreme bodily harm, etc., etc. The list of potential hurts and pains is as unless as addictions, idols, false gods, and sins. We encourage you to patiently, respectfully listen to each person's share, empathetically understanding that some may be understandably quite rough around the edges. The language may be offensive as they have not yet learned to communicate properly without street talk, cursing, swearing, or lascivious talk. We ask for you to long suffer with those who are still working on the perfecting of their potential dysfunctional, drug-damaged, or destroyed abusive character. We ask as you share to refrain from inappropriate speech, but we all must be sensitive to where each person may be. Some may have never opened up a Bible before. and may have no clue who our Messiah Yeshua is, let alone Yahweh or the Holy Spirit. We can never assume that everyone is at the same place in the relationship with the Creator. Some may not know Him at all, and some may in fact have had bizarre church experiences whereby the spirit of love was pursuing them, but yet could not receive that love or may have rejected Yah Ahaba as He was trying to save them. We cannot begin to stop or censor or filter anyone's sharing. There is a saying that truly applies and transforms. We cannot become so heavenly-minded that we have no earthly good. Staying relatable will assist us greatly in working set-apart scriptures to 12, which is essentially helping others correctly in the standards of leadership set forth for transformers in the set-apart scriptures. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for that, Marissa. We are going to move into our seventh body builder, our Ahaba, our Ahaba offering, or our love offering. And this offering goes to support our radio and prison ministries, our faith favorite farms and houses of worship, our Yadbility ministries, and whatever else Aviyah decides he's going to put on our plate. Um, and it's his call what he's going to trust us with. What we do with it, we do in obedience to him out of love for him and out of love for our neighbors. The reason we do it this way is because as teachers, the word says that we are do a double portion. 
that we deserve to get paid for what we do. But we don't take from the offering that goes to support the ministry. We are we are all still full-time business people. We, we are marketplace ministers, but that does not negate the fact that we are called to bring a tithe into the yeah, storehouses so that there is food or sustenance, whether it's food or clothes or what have you, into his storehouses so that others less fortunate than ourselves can be taken care of. That's the point of this love offering. It goes out to the streets. Whether it's, like I said, in the form of of food or hygiene kits or what have you, or putting together pay paper farms, and the list is pretty much endless. We don't want you to miss out on the barukata that Yah has promised in his word. Malachi 3 says, will a man rob Elohim? This is Malachi 3.8. Will a man rob Elohim, yet you have robbed me? But you say, in what have we robbed? <laughs> oh, excuse me. Mm, sorry about that. But you say, and what have we robbed you in the tithe and the offering? Yahweh goes on to say, you are cursed with a curse for the nation, all of it. You are robbing me. Bring all the tithe into the storehouse so that, hold on one second. Bring all the tithe into the storehouse so that there may be food in my house and test me now with this, says Yahweh of hosts, whether I will not open the windows of Shamayim for you and pour out a barukata until there is no sufficiency of room to store it. And I will rebuke the devourer for you, and he shall not destroy the fruit of your ground against you, nor shall your vine miscarry against you in the field, says Yahweh of hosts. In other words, if we begin to give with the right heart, with the right attitude, Yahweh will baruch us. There will be a major berachot coming our way because of our obedience. Now, that's not why we should better host the church or better host the assembly. That's not why we should bring a gift. But if we do it with the right heart, Yah says he will see to it that we have more than enough, more than enough than we need to continue his work and to, and to sustain us. And all nations shall call, and I will rebuke the devourer for you, and he shall not destroy the fruit of your ground against you, nor shall your vine miscarry against you in the field, says Yahweh of hosts. And all nations shall call you Berachot, for you shall be a delightful land, says Yahweh of hosts. Your words have been strong against me, says Yahweh, yet you say, what have we spoken against you? You have said it is vanity to serve Elohim. And what profit is it that we have kept his charge and that we have walked as mourners before Yahweh of hosts. And now we are calling the arrogant blessed. Not only are the doers of wickedness built up, they also test Elohim and escape. Then those fearing Yahweh spoke together, each man to his neighbor, and Yahweh gave attention and heard. And a book of remembrance was written before him for those who feared Yahweh and for those esteeming his name. And they shall be mine says Yahweh of hosts, for the day that I will make up my treasure and I will pity them as a man has pity on his son who serves him. 
Then you shall return and see the difference between the righteous and the wicked, between him who serves Elohim and him who does not serve him. Hallelujah. So if you want to be counted amongst the righteous, if you want to be counted as one who serves Yahweh Elohim, then simply go to give.yahweh.love and you can start with whatever amount you want to give. We will accept, We will readily accept it. We will happily accept it and it will be used to build up the body to win souls because the word says those who win souls are wise. You can do that at give.yahweh.love You can also go you can also snail mail a check of money order with a letter, please. Let us know who you are, how you're doing, what's going on, how we can pray for you, what you're in need of, whatever the situation may be. Just communicate with us. We want to be, we want to be friends. We want to show ourselves friendly. You can do that by sending a letter to Loving, P.O. Box 68138, Phoenix, Arizona, 85082. Or you can text 77777 to 44321. Hallelujah. Well, we are going to call Yami forward and see if she would be willing to open us up in prayer so that the line is cleared of any hexes, vexes, curses, nasty, unclean, unwanted attention. Now, blood hedge would be put around this line tonight so that we have Malachim on all sides. Hallelujah. Yami, are you there? I am here, and I am grateful to be here, and I right now take authority over those spirits that are looking about for whom they can devour, and we say, no, you cannot devour anyone speaking on this love line or any words that Ruhak wants to say to us, and um, we uh, just Stand in agreement with we are Baruch and highly favored, and we will learn what we need to just for tonight. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for that, Yami. As I said before, my name is Scribe or Scott. I will answer to anything. Just don't call me late for dinner. It was it was a good day today. I had a good day. We went up to uh, a, uh, a fellowship up in Cleveland, Wisconsin, at the Galings at, for uh, Shavuot, and we were able to uh, yeah to have a really good day. It was uh, it wasn't the greatest, but you know the ground needs to be watered now and then, and there's only one way to do it effectively. And that is, as Yah allows it, to allow some rain to fall. So, but I am grateful for the fellowship up there. I'm grateful for the call that we had before that. Our praise, prayer, decree, and declare for for a seventh, yeah, or for a first Yam rather of the week, and. I'm grateful for the fellowship with Marissa and with Kim. I'm grateful for Nick and Michelle and everybody that was up there. 
traffic was not bad, so it was a good ride up. And it was just awesome to share with the Mishpaka. It was awesome to be in fellowship. And with that, I am going to pass and let you all introduce yourselves. Um, let us know who you are and your 77, you know, what you're thankful for. And if the Ruach takes over and wants you to testify, feel free. Hallelujah. With that, who's first? I'm here. Hallelujah. I am um, Marissa, and I am an overcomer and the Messiah and highly favored in Baruch. And I'm thankful for um, today as we went, I was with um, John Kim, went up to the fellowship for Shavuot and I like how Nick put it as that you're on a date with Yeshua. I never think of it that way, but um, I'm sure it's a good way to think of how when we're called together and gathering us when um trying to remember us not too long ago and Scrap was explain, explaining to me that we're all his, his brides, so he had a bunch of his his brides in the same room and in different gatherings. So I'm sure that Yahweh was, was pleased today to see his the mission come together. And um there's a I think it was the two little ones that were mixed up today in the pool and it was good to see that happen. As um, I'm sure that when the time happens, there can be more people that want to do that. But um, it happened the way it needed to happen today, and I was thankful to be able to see that and um, witness to little girls that were there. And even though they're at that age where they're under 10, that they might not be fully 100% aware of the whole meaning of it, but their their moms, well, one of them is, I think, was Michelle's daughter, so they can explain it to them, and I'm sure the other one, that other woman, she can explain to them, I think her name is, a, I don't know if I should list her name on the call, so just pray that um, that she will be, that her dad will understand the explanation of it, and her mom explains it to her in a better way, because at that age, it's, Maybe it's difficult to understand. Like, so when we're on our way back, I remember that um, talking about babies and baptisms and whatnot. And I never did that for Eva yet because I want her to be at an age where she understands it. So that's why I'm just praying on behalf of those two little girls that were baptized today that they can have understanding of what, what happened. And then I, when we came home, I, I turned the TV they had the, the, the live the upper room Sunday evening, and they were having the mikvahs on the TV as, as live. So it was, it was nice to be able to witness more people getting baptized today. And um, just celebrating that. Um, and also remembering the day that we were at the Dells. That ben, ben had it on videotapes, which hopefully it's. I mean, I'm sure that other people have it in their phones, but I had a tape in mine, and so it should be under my um, Google, hopefully, so I can find it later. But um, so I'm thankful for Yahweh's 
McFuss today and um, that he will, that I'm looking forward to that day when we can plan to see my little one, Eva, and hopefully Aiden in the near future. So that will happen soon. And I'm also thankful that even though we don't know the outcome yet of um, tomorrow, but I'm thankful that we can lift it up to Yahweh as Yami's um, daughter is in the hospital. So I'm just thankful for what Yahweh is doing. And I'm giving praise to Yahweh to have the final outcome and say on behalf of what's going to happen and with her daughter, Lori. And if Yami wants to give us any updates, it'd be great. And if she wants to lift her up in prayer and we can agree, it depends on how you want to go about this. But um, I'm just thankful for what Yahweh is doing and what he will be doing through Yami and for her daughter and as well as for, for my children as well. And so I'll pass with that. I love the Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Yami, you are next. Yami, would you like to introduce yourself? Sorry, I was, but I had to tell me my business first. Well, <laughs> so, <laughs> he, I finished with it. <laughs> Enough for tonight on you. So um, I ended up having a very nice day. Um, I went to the hospital and spent um, a few hours with Lori, and we had some good talk and prayer and um, found out the procedure. We watched the film on what they're going to do, and um, she has confidence that, Yah has got um, a handle on what's happening, and she's looking forward to losing, continue to lose weight and um, have her body um, continue to heal by the one who created her. And um, I ran into, um, well, two people that I knew, and one of them we talked with, for quite a long time and to come to find out he was a preacher's son and um, I we talked a little on Yahweh and then he got on the subject of of some other stuff and then we got on the subject of um, of the um, government and which he doesn't trust so we talked about Yah's kind of government and um, I don't know, it was just constructive. And um, um, I'm looking forward to running into him again. He's a very pleasant person. Um, so let me see what else. My dad's report is he just doesn't want to eat. So he's not. And they are, Diane and John came, my brother, one of my, our youngest brother and his wife came, did stay. Um, Jackie and I think Bob went home to Minnesota and, no, um, what's 
Yeah, my fingers in the end. And um and Jackie's still staying with mom and mom sat with him a while and then she just said she's ready to go back to where where she could rest because she seen him been there about every day this week and there's not much response now. Um, so she's just um, going to rest. And I think there's just peace about what's happening. And Yah just has something to do because I remember with dad because I remember when I was out of my body and they pronounced me dead but then I did come back because yeah let me choose to um, at that point in my life when I was early 20s and um, um, I just know that during the his silence that some work's being done and he's whatever needs to be. He's given the time why he's in this body to do what's needed. And I don't know that for a fact, but I know what my experience was that um, uh, we don't need words to communicate with Yah. We don't have to make sound. But I found when I had to make the decision if I was going on or if I was coming back that I had to open my mouth and do that verbally. And then I thought of the scripture that says, um, you know, we Yah spoke the world into it. And I, that kind of just gave me a, a little different view of, of um, how this Ruhak world works. So I'm just thankful for all the neat things that went down today. And um, I'll sleep well tonight. And um, the Jewish holiday... If it's just about being thankful, then I pass. <laughs> so now my daughter Dawn is calling. Um, I'll call her after we t- finish here. So I'll um, pass. Thank you. All right. Hallelujah. Yanni, um, Marissa wasn't sure what you said was going on with your dad. He passed away. Okay. Is he still he's, with us? He's still with us. He's Hallelujah. Um, not in, huh? Hallelujah. Yeah, he's still with us, but he doesn't want to eat or drink. Um, I know when his mom passed, she had went into a coma, and then... Um, uh, they could no longer intervene feed her, and she died just because she had no food or water. 
So the way it goes is there um, right now, he's in the stage of allowing that process to happen. I have peace about it. I liked the last conversation I had with him. So Yah knows what's best and how it, um, our life begins and how the body goes back to dust when it's time for it to expire. So hallelujah. Did you hear, get it? Any questions? Yeah, we got Marissa? it. We got it. Yeah, I got it pretty good. Yeah, that he's okay. disgusting right now. Pretty. Much. I would like to a little bit to know a little bit more about the celebration, what it was like, because I've never been to one of them. If either of you decide to share. Okay, we can we can uh, we can do that later in the program. Great. Hallelujah. All right. Yep. We're gonna go to. We're gonna we're gonna break for a little bit of Dietrich head. Dietrich head on to right now. This is power. Feel the glory. I feel it all on me. I'm gonna make the winning shot like Corbin. Hands up in the air. 
Hallelujah. Again, that was either Hayden Dietrich or Dietrich Hayden. I'm not sure if it was first name last or last name first or what the situation was. But that was power. We are going to move into our sacred scripture, step 10, RIP 2.0 Real Reflections reading for the evening. And then we will get to our sacred scripture, step 6, verse for the evening. Sacred scripture, step 10, RIP 2.0 Real Reflections is an examination of yourself, weighed against every aspect of a perfect walk, a perfect life modeled after the perfect person, Yeshua Messiah. Studying set-apart scriptures seriously is one of the greatest ways to go through each set-apart scripture step thoroughly so that you, so that nothing is missed in the Yah development of the new you. A great suggestion for a successful or orderly transformed recovery love fellowship gathering, LFG format, is to study in oneness each of the listed sacred set-apart scriptures set-apart scriptures for each set-apart scripture step. Example, as an example, simply pick a weekly, bi-weekly, every other day, or even every day love fellowship gathering at the appointed time for your love fellowship group to meet. The format you develop will dictate the length of time for each LFG. Activation of numerous small, private, intimate study groups is definitely going to take an army of servant leaders to step up. Pun intended. Love fellowship gatherings don't need to be broadcasted on Love Live Ruach Remnant Reality Radio, nor does it need to be recorded. But to generate support from multiple locations, the virtual love fellowship gathering can work in conjunction with your local LFG. Set apart script set apart step ten is an activation step that activates the other set apart scripture steps. Once we've taken some level of action on any given step, we must monitor our progress through the process of our own YAH development, recording YAHI actions, the actions daily, and or even fleshly actions gives us a way of reflecting on our behaviors, good or bad, never for condemnation, but rather for conviction from the Ruach. This check by YAH, love, from within, leads us into teshuva or change, or the way Yeshua to transform positively out of an old pattern of thinking, a stronghold or evil wronghold into a new pattern of thinking, a yahold. A paradigm is defined by Noel Webster as a philosophical and theoretical framework of a scientific school or discipline within which theories, laws, and generalizations, along with the experiments performed in support of them, are formulated. Noel Webster, the ultimate wordsmith, had the sacred scriptures in English literally memorized. While in the world, before coming to our understanding of transformation made available by Love, Inc., through transformed recovery, our paradigms were definitely influenced by ones misleading us through philosophy and empty deceit, according to the tradition of men, according to the elements of the world, and not according to Messiah. From Colossians 2.8, Hebraic Roots Bible by Shaul the Shaliach. Colossians 2.8. Watch that there not be one misleading you through philosophy and empty deceit, according to the tradition of man, or men, according to the elements of the world and not according to Messiah. Books of love, or Ahaba, Yahuwah Yahweh, or I am that I am, Ea Asher, Ea. Hallelujah. Our scriptures for the day, or for the evening, is 
arriving here very, very shortly. Okay. Scripture for the day is Galatians 5, 16, and 17. If you could turn with that, turn with me to that in your instruction book. That is Galatians 5, 17, 15 through 17, I believe I said. I will have to go back and look. Um, but I do believe it was 15, 16, and 17. Let me look again. Oh, Galatians 16 and 17. My bad. 55. Galatians 5. Okay. Galatians 16 and 17 reads, but I say to you, but I say, if you walk in the Ruach, the lust of the flesh will not overtake you. For the flesh lusts against the Ruach, and the Ruach against the flesh. These are opposed one to another, so you are not able to do as you desire. Hallelujah. I think the main thing to, to see here is that the flesh, or in Hebrew, the, the the nephesh, is diametrically opposed to what the ruach wants. The flesh, what the flesh wants, what it wants. The flesh just wants satisfaction. The natural, the natural man after the fall wants to behave as animalistically as possible. They don't want to be held accountable for the murders they commit, the crimes they commit, the adulteries they commit, the thefts they commit. They want the the flesh wants to act however it wants to to be satisfied. The flesh doesn't care about righteousness. The flesh doesn't care about being set apart. The flesh wants to remain as natural as possible. The adversary wants our flesh to remain as natural as possible because that way we are of no threat to it. Which is why Yahweh says that before we come to know him, we are walking in darkness. And there's no light in us. That our imaginations are evil continually that the human heart is not good but that it's but it's sick who can who can, who can consider it uh that's not an exact quote that's a paraphrase but the fact of the matter is as you look at it we see that there is a war going on here there's a conflict between the righteousness of Yahweh whose image we were created in, that once we accept him and admit that this is a better way to walk, once we admit it to ourselves, now we've got the old man, the man that should be being crucified or subjugated to the Ruach of Yah, he's wanting to rise up 
again and again to pull down the Ruach. That sin nature in us, that natural nature in us wants to continue to rise. But as believers, we cannot allow that to happen because those things that want to rise, see, that's, that's the interesting part. In, in, in our belief system, in our belief system, the feast of, you know, during the Feast of Unleavened Bread, we're supposed to get all the yeast out of our house so that any type of bread that we have or anything that's in our house, noodles or whatever, does not have any yeast in it because yeast puffs up. Yeast causes things to rise. Yeast is, yeast is symbolically, okay, the equivalent to pride. Pride causes our flesh to rise up. Pride causes our flesh to get puffed up. Pride feeds the ego. In the Christian church, every once in a while you'll hear it says that ego that ego stands for edging God out. Doesn't really work in the Hebrew if you're using his name. If you're using his, his proper name, which is which is Yahweh, okay? Or you could, you know, attach it to you, you could attach to it the, the acronym that uh, the acronym that if you've got too much pride, if you've got too much ego, that uh, Elohim goes out. Because you, because the ego, the self, will push everything good out, and if it does it often enough, the conscience, that which resonates with what Yahweh is saying in his word, that which wants to live according to Torah, will become seared. The ground of your heart will become hard so that the word, that the Ruach and a Met cannot penetrate it and do its soul-saving work. So it's important as we're looking through, as we're looking at this, that we see this nature in, in ourselves and we admit that, it's, that it has to go. That our desires cannot continue to direct and guide us. And that's what, that's what step six is all about. Coming to a point where we have to admit that the defects, those things that we desired, that we held so close, to, so close, so dear, that we used to our benefit, has got to be surrendered. Has got to rep- be repented of to shove it from. So that when we so that when we rise up in the ruach after baptism after repent after mikvah after you know teshuvah we have we can believe in Yah that He has taken these things from us that we no longer have to use them to our benefit that He's replaced them with something better that He's replaced them with Himself with His ruach with his direction, with his shachma, so that we can walk in correct alignment with him. And, yeah, a lot of times, you know, I stumble. 
I stumbled today. I I prayed to be delivered from from smoking, and first thing I did once I got out is I yeah I needed a cigarette. I am weak in that area. I need to get I need to get tougher on myself, and I don't like the fact that I don't like the fact that I don't like the fact that I haven't that I haven't done it yet. There's uh, there's obviously other things. That's the most glaring one. Um, but then there again, how stupid, uh, how foolish does a person have to be to continue to hold on to something that he knows not is not only damaging his ruaco life, but it's also damaging his natural life. That's how twisted up people get when they try to live on their own without without the acknowledgement and and the effective impact of a righteous higher power of a righteous of a righteous Elohim in their life. So, hallelujah! That's what I've got, and I will pass it off to whoever wants to go next. And I'm guessing that was going to be Marissa. Hallelujah. I was also um, like number 18. So I'll just read them again so I can remind you what we were at. 16, 17, 18. But if I say, but I say, if you walk in the spirit, or you call it in the rock, so, but if I, but I say, if you walk in the rock, the lust of the flesh will not overtake you. For the flesh lusts against the ruach, and the ruach against the flesh. And these are opposed to one another. So you are not able to do as you desire. But if you are led by the ruach, you are not under the penalty of breaking the Torah. And then it gets into about um, the works of the flesh, which are adultery, impurity, uncleanliness, lustfulness, idolatry, witchcraft, enmity, fighting, jealousies, anger, rivalries, Stubbornness, division, heresies, and being murders, drunkenness, reveling, things like these. And then it goes into the fruits of the Ruach, or the spirit, which is love, joy, shalom, patience, kindness, goodness, faith, meekness, and self-control. So, as um, Scribe is trying to overcome some of his desires of the, the flesh, then he can keep on looking at that number 22 in um, Galatians 5.22 about asking Yahweh for for those fruits and I'm overcoming a lot of those things too not as in um, nicotine habit but I'm overcoming some um, different areas with the, um, the character defects and the, um, some of it is to be stubbornness and I'm always been praying about the divisions because I used to be into that religion which was witchcraft over ten years now it's been since I overcame that. I mean give or take, I might have stopped prior to that, but I was still I still wasn't fully ready for Yeshua until um I was at I was actually at Life Fest when that happened, so Hallelujah for that, um, for me to be able to overcome the, the uh, religion, the pagan religion, and um, get rid of that stuff. 
so a lot of it has to come from the witchcraft. So, and this is the day of um, repenting. So, you know, it's because of anything that I may have done. And there's also things that I have done, but I may have not known what I was doing because I was stuck under the um, the evil mindset of whatever that the enemy was doing. So I just repent of my um, issues I had. And I repent of the idols and the different things I was looking at and the candles and the, the spell readings that I looked in the books and whatnot and whatever else there is to it. And also with my... There's a list of stuff that I... The work gave it to me if, if, within the first few, few weeks of me being here. And um, I looked at it earlier today and I sent it to the rock for my corpse, my corpse set. And there was someone on there that was in... That was into the shaman stuff. And so I was thinking about that as well. This is a, one of the brothers that comes out that has family that is into that stuff too that was at that place at the Gellings I just repent on behalf of his family as well as my ex that he has overcame those things but I was still in into that at that time so Heavenly Father I repent of those shaman beliefs and mindsets and also right as I said that it makes me think of my sister and her husband where they are her husband's into making that stuff, which I'm not going to get into details, but he basically makes it at home. It's pretty much like light of fluid and some type of oil in, a, in the jar, and then he makes some type of substance, and then he makes it into some type of powder and then smokes it on his pot pipe. So it's, it's like DMT, but it's something that I've tried once, and that's the only time I'll ever try it. That's all I'm going to say, and it's definitely not a good thing. So... I had a pretty much a panic attack, I think, and I felt like I was going to have a heart attack, and I freaked out, and I was I was ready to call the cops. That's how bad it got at that time, and I had everyone freaking out. But pretty much, that's my best recommendation: is do not try DMT. And there's also a drink called ayahuasca, which is similar in some ways, but it, I guess if you drink that stuff, it's longer lasting. Of a pretty much, you're tripping on whatever you're doing and it's a spiritual journey and definitely I did pray before beforehand so that was you know I tell me that I don't need that that drug so my sister she says she can get to some she says she sees shadow people but she can meditate and then she can go to I don't know which spiritual world she's going to but she said she can get there without the drug so hallelujah on that but I'm not sure which world she's going to so I just say on behalf that Yahweh gives her hold of her because there was, she used to be church going. This is before I moved to New Glarus. This is before my mom passed away, like 2000, somewhere between 2013 and 14. She was going to church, and they would talk about the fear of God, as she knew him as God at the time. And I think for her, and that word at the church did not go well for her because we grew up with um, our stepfather, and the fear that we had is not the same as we know of fearing Yahweh and. I did have to bring it to an elder and ask an elder about what it means. And I still get answers about it to this day that it's a different fear that she had anticipated upon or looked upon. So I just pray for Yahweh to reveal that truth to her and on behalf of her um, 
husband, my brother-in-law, Andy, that he has a hunger and thirst for your righteousness and not for those things of the, whatever he's smoking, or I don't even want to know what he's doing nowadays because I haven't asked, talked to him about it in a while, but I mean, if it gave me a feeling like I'm going to have a heart attack and he's, they're doing it, he's, they did it another day I was there, like a few months in the, in the like right before winter, I think. I don't know exactly one day it was, but I wasn't participating in it. But I don't know how often smoke, that he's smoking it, but it's not going to, it's got to not be healthy for him. So as Clive is overcoming some health, health in his smoking, I, I lay it at the foot of the Messiah as well for um, my, my brother-in-law and my sister for the smoking habits. Because they're also cigarette smokers, but um, my brother-in-law will take He'll be out in the 20 seconds. He'll be back in. He'll like smoke maybe one or two hits of a cigarette. And he's, I don't even know how often he smokes a whole cigarette, but that's besides the point. But I'm, I surrendered my cigarettes a long time ago, and it happened more than once. And then one time it was, um, I know him as Jesus. If I call him Yeshua, he said, let me be your cigarette. So, and then the last time I quit, I had to just stop buying them. But, um, and it gets important to overcome those things with the cigarette habits. And as all of us, I'm sure that you have loved ones that still smoke yummy. So I just, if you want to lift them up on the line that we're watching, our, we can watch Yahweh have his hand upon our loved ones. And um, we know it's a tough thing to give up certain things, but then the, the reward is having the, the fruits which Yahweh wants us to have. I'm thankful that it can be done. It's a personal choice between you and the Messiah, but I'm overcoming some of my hang-ups. And um, I'm thankful that we can read, read about it today, that we will stay strong in Iraq. And like back to 16, but I say if you walk in Iraq, the lust of the flesh will not overtake you. So when we come against our flesh and let the work take over. Hallelujah. Now pass it back. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for that, Marissa. Yami, are you there? Would you like to comment on the motion? All right. Um, yeah, well, this is equivalent to years ago. Um, I... I spent roughly a whole summer and fall meditating on I belong to my beloved and he desires me and asking him to reveal to me how can he desire me. I understand flesh desire, but, you know, help me understand spirit desire. And at the same time, another scripture came to me that says, um, though my flesh and my heart faileth, still Yah is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. And if that's the case, it goes to take me back to the woman's Bible study I went to when my kids were little kids, and um, uh, 
I was um, worried about some stuff going on, and this lady, and I don't remember her name, but I sure remember her beautiful, long, gray, silver hair was beautiful hair. And she said, she and gave an explanation to this who will pass, because the only thing that will remain is what comes by, and I'm correcting um, how she said this, by the way of the blood, the tree, and the resurrection. Um, Christians are taught cross, and and um, not realizing, you know, it was the tree. Um, if we understand Hebrew language and if we look at what really um, he was crucified on. So, um, so for me, um, sort of like my flat, I, I was, Considering everybody has their own character defect they, and the, their own things that are their taste, that are what they would be weak at in the flesh. And um, Yah did die once and for all, for all our weaknesses. And where we're weak, he's strong. It's all saying what we just read. Our our flesh will deceive us. Our heart, he tells us, is wicked. It has wickedness in it because we want to have what makes us comfortable. And I I'm talking to me, and I can't tell for you what, you know, what, how you've got to decide for yourself. But for me, my flesh would run after something that wasn't good for me. Example, um, with with food, um, fried always made it taste better. <laughs> like fried chicken, fried fish. When in reality, it, that the fat isn't good, isn't something, all, a whole bunch of fat, and the type of fat, I learned that butter is, you know, a good kind of fat we can eat in moderation. So I guess food would have been something that my heart, could have sunk in. And then I look at um, what's going on with my daughter right now. And it, and it involves food because she got quite obese. It involved not just food. It involved, um, I don't think she only drank wine, I think. But her thing is what she decided to um, inhale in her to her lungs, and are we supposed to even do that? I don't know, but all of us have a combination of sin that we favor, and they are. We have to recognize they 
that anything hurting our body is sin. Now, Yah died once and for all for all sin, but he also talks about it doesn't give us a license to sin, the fact that we receive salvation because um, it also talks about that there is a point that he no longer uh, bears with us. He puts up with a whole lot, but then you reach the point of no return. And that's what I don't want to do. And I'm pretty old and I still favor food. I have educated myself on what kind of foods are better for me. Uh, My struggle would be, I guess I am doing much better with portion control. I'm recognizing a half a cup of vegetables. I love vegetables. I love um, um, all kinds of good food. (laughs) So, and it's good for me. I've got to be more practicing with the um, um, gluten stuff that has gluten because I do notice my stomach gets bloated and I'm suspecting I need to study a little more on if gluten can cause your stomach as well. And uh, so... Hallelujah. As I keep my mind on my Messiah, I I just don't um, think about the food. I might feel the hunger, but when I'm busy and studying and learning and praying and doing the work of an evangelist, those thoughts go far away and my concerns and mine are on what is the Ruach doing here what is my part and what can I learn and what do I already know I can give to help another and um, that's my most comfortable um, place you know, if I can stay there. And that's where my flesh and my heart fails. Yes, Yah does give me that strength. And I can um, flee from overeating, just like we can flee from fornication if we turn those thoughts off and we, we put it on other thoughts. There was one thing that I was really hilarious for me and that is whenever somebody is um you know criticizing you or say doing negative words at you to just picture that person standing there nude and it wasn't it isn't a lustful kind of thing. It's it's humorous to picture them ranting and raving. News, <laughs> so I could, I 
Yah gave me just little things like that. I don't know if that's a completely positive way to do it, but it works, you know, for for some occasions that works. And he gives us what will work for us. So we do have a life that's full of joy. Because he said, rejoice in me always. And again, I say rejoice. And I always thought that meant I'm getting a double portion of joy. You know, no matter what, I can again rejoice. So I'm thankful for that. And um, I'm thankful that Yah works with each one of us. To, uh, so we can, our flesh and our heart can stay in line and agreement because he tells us um, really he does the fighting for us. He asks us to know the lie and know the truth and to come in agreement with this Torah, with this and then he keeps us for his name's sake. And somehow, um, when that kind of whatever temptation we deal with happens, he brings us to a higher place that that temptation can't reach us. Uh, so, hallelujah. I'm thankful I can lean on him. And in all that I do, I hope that he is pleased. I hope it's built on nothing less than Yeshua's blood and righteousness. I dare not trust what is it, the slightest or the littlest strand, but only lean on on his name and on all that name means. His name is healing. His name is deliverance. His name is multiple um, uh, answers to our needs. And I will pass. Thank you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for that, Yami. When we come, when we come back, we are going to do our Just for Today in the big book, and we will have Marissa back with the Philippians 4, 4 through 9, and then we will bid you all adieu until tomorrow. But before that happens, this here is Stolen by Brandon Heath. Thank you.
just let me go That's not the way it's ever gone before I'm yours You catch me like a thief in to live up 
to the terminally hip and fatally cool image so many of us portrayed. In prayer, we find an acceptance from Yahweh that allows us to open our hearts with honesty. As we practice this honesty with Yahweh, we often find that it has a ripple effect in our communication with each other, with others. We get in the habit of being honest. We begin to practice honesty when we share at meetings and work with others. In return, we find our lives enriched by deepening friendships. We even find that we can be more honest with ourselves, the most important person to be truthful, truthful with. Honesty is a quality that is developed through practice. It isn't always easy to, to, to be totally truthful, but when we begin with Yahweh, we find it easier to extend our honesty to others. Just for today, I will be honest with Yah, myself, and others. See, now here's the thing about this about this reading and about NA, okay? Uh, Narcotics Anonymous, Alcoholics Anonymous, a lot of the other uh, recovery groups, they allow you to pick your higher power, okay? They allow you to establish an, a, a, an Elohim of your understanding. Well, you can't do that because the Elohim of your understanding, the, the, the God of your understanding, might be no God at all. I mean, some people could pick a broomstick to be their God, to be their higher power. It's ridiculous what some people pick. There was a person I knew that actually for 12 years of his recovery, he had Hasatan as his, as his higher power. And I guarantee you, he would rather have you lying than looking anywhere close to the truth. Because the fact of the matter is, if you don't understand that Yahweh Elohim is the only true deity out there, and you continue to rely on this God thing, okay, sooner or later you will have to get right with the fact that the God of this world, just as the apostles of Yeshua HaMashiach called it out in the New Testament, is actually Hasatan, or Satan the deceiver. If you don't have the Elohim right, if you aren't courageous enough, if you aren't honest enough with yourself to realize that he established who he was a long time ago, then you're going to be in a world of hurt. So that's why Transformed says, no, the highest power is Ahaba. The highest power, the only power, is Yahuwah Yahweh. Or Yahusha. It's not just God, that's a title. It's not Jesus, that name doesn't mean anything. It doesn't even translate back to the original languages. If you want to go deep into your recovery, you've got to go back to the source that created you and allow him to recover you because that's where it all starts and that's where it all ends. Hallelujah. We're going to pass it over to Marissa. She's got Philippians 4, 4 through 9. We'll be back with a quick word of prayer and one more song after that. Hallelujah. Again, I am Scribe, and I'm happy to be here. Happy you're here as well.
and then that thoughts and saying that those who are searching for higher power in the MA and AA, I pray that they find the truth in, in you, in you, our Messiah, uh, Adonai. Because, like he had said, people could be worshiping a broomstick. I know this one woman that I forget what it was, some type of little figurine or ball or something. It was a long time ago. This was like probably within the last seven, eight, nine, ten years ago. So I don't remember exactly what it was that she found as a higher power, but people find things. So Yahweh is our, our main source, and I'm thankful that I found Yahweh in the middle of my searching for a higher power. So that he comes to you in different ways. Just have to seek him first, and he'll show up when the right time happens. So just prayers, um, I'm going to declare it over those also in the recovery and for us tonight. Rejoice in Yahweh, always again I say rejoice. Let your humility be known to all men. Our master is at hand. Do not worry about anything, but in everything by prayer and by petition with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to Elohim. And the shalom of Yahweh, which surpasses all understanding, will keep your hearts and your minds through the Messiah Yeshua. Finally, my brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honest, whatever is just, whatever pure, whatever lovely, whatever of good report, if there's any virtue and if there's any praise, think on these things. And what things you have learned and received and heard and saw in me, practice these things, and the Elohim of Shalom will be with you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for that, Marissa. What shall we play to wrap this up? Do we go back to Brandon Heath? Do we pick a different artist? How about we do another Newsboy song to wrap this up? This is Live With Abandon here on Love Live Remnant Remnant Rally Radio, RIP 2.0.
Again, as we say goodnight, just remember, we will be back at 637 Central. That would be 737 Eastern and 537 Mountain, 437 Pacific for praise, prayer, decree, and declare a great way to start your day with Yahweh. So hallelujah, join us. We will look forward to you being there in the studio with us, on the line, however you can get there, get there. Abba Yah, in the name of Yeshua, we just thank you for the ability to come together across the miles to join forces, to join hearts, to be unified, to be echad with each other and with you so that we can understand your purpose for us, so that we can step out in purpose together in the name of Yeshua to help our brothers and sisters, to help our neighbors, and to preach salvation to the lost, to a lost and dying world, Yah. A world that is nostril deep in confusion. Abba, show us the best way to reach out and help these people in the name of Yeshua. As we rest tonight, we ask you for your shalom. We ask for Malachim, in our, on our, we ask for Malachim to watch over us, to surround us, to be there to, to defend us, because we know the adversary will attack when we are at our weakest, when we are at our least prepared. He's like that. Abba, we know you will not leave us or forsake us. So we rest in confidence, knowing that you've got us in the palm of your hand. In the name of Yeshua, hallelujah, and amen. Good night, all.